0: But the Pelicans and Denver get a pass? What? They're just projected to do well on the basis. Oh, well, if Michael Porter Jr. stays healthy, oh, if Zion stays. In what world? Uh, Michael Porter Jr. has been injured every single year he's ever played and, yeah. and, and before that. Same with Zion.
1: Welcome to the Basketball Forever podcast. I'm Nick Jungfer, head of content here. I'm here with Alex Sumsky. Head of everything is the founder. How are you, mate? I'm pretty good. As the head of everything, <laughs> yeah, jing <laughs> you up already. Mm. Um, had uh, much sleep, mate? Uh not much. I'm 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 really
0: g up for the NBA to start the regular season. There's so many juicy storylines that I'm interested to see play out. Yeah. Um, so. And I, I'm also aware of the fact that this is a bit of a surprise podcast. In that, I have absolutely no idea what today's subject matter is. It's all just going to get sprung on
1: me. I've deliberately, I know, kept you in the dark. Um, How does it feel to, you know, what? to, to re- you're steering this ship, but I, I well, you've well, actually got no idea what's going on. Well, like most things, podcast wise, I have, I have no real idea what goes on. So, <laughs> um, I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm,
0: you're, I'm yeah. jumping in. I'm, I'm ready to be put in an uncomfortable position. And let's
1: just uh, yeah, let's just see where the conversation sort of takes us. The reason I ask, did you have a good sleep or are you well rested? Is that we recorded a few test runs and you you were not, you were not well rested. You were sleep deprived, if anything, uh, yeah. to the point where you're talking yourself into the Lakers, and that was where things got really concerning. That's well, where I was concerned for your health. Well, that episode's never seen the light of day, so it doesn't really. You matter. confiscated the tape. Yeah, you were I, Nike I did a Lebron
0: the... and Jordan Crawford. Yeah, yeah, you were like. Yeah. This is disgraceful. No one's gonna see that. But you know what? At least I've still got the audio if the take ends up being right. Let's say the lake is just overachieved this year. I'm definitely rerunning. That'll game. somehow just the audio will then leak. Emerge.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So I wanted to talk about some teams that we think are getting a little bit too much love. Too much love. Yeah, yeah. Overrated teams mm-hmm. essentially. Um, I have one in mind. Yeah. And you're not going to like it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you're not going to like it. Well, I, that gives it away. It's the oh. Pelicans, isn't it? Oh, I mean, you,
1: you speak first and then we'll get into it, but um, th- there, there are a couple. That you aren't. might be surprised to learn I actually had that on my list as well. Really? Yeah. Oh, so we both so think the Pelicans are overrated. I think people are gassing them up a bit too much, even though that's my team. It is your team. But that actually relates to why I'm I'm nervous. Mm. So I think it's really easy if you're not a Pelicans diehard, if you haven't lived the Pelicans pain. <laughs> you know, you're like, oh yeah, this team's looking great on paper. Zion, Skinny, Ingram, <laughs> CJ. You know, <laughs> I never thought that would be a hallmark of success. Zion, Skinny. Yeah, well, skinnier. Um, the thing is, I, I, I've I've felt the pain. I've been hurt before, so that's what makes me nervous. Mm. Maybe nervous is too strong a word, but, you know, a little bit sort of I don't want to be heard again. Yeah. And so if you're betting on the Pelicans, you're betting on Zion staying healthy. He's Mm -hmm. never proven he can do that. Mm -mm. Um, We've written before about the injury history is not just his NBA uh, career. It goes right back to high school and not even his last year of high school, but early on. He was injuring all different parts of his body. Mm. Some of them were freak accidents. Some of them were like slipping in sweat. And sorry to give you PTSD because I I know that was your- That was me three weeks ago. Yeah, that was your Monday night experience uh, in the social hoops. Mm. Mm. Um, But yeah, other things were ongoing, concerning, things like knees. Yeah. Um, So yeah, he he looks great. He looks better than he has since college at least. But if you're betting on the Pelicans, you're betting on Zion being healthy, I think that's a dangerous bet because he, hasn't, he has yet to prove it. And, yeah, he looks great, but he was getting hurt when he was this trim yeah. in college and high school.
0: Yeah, I, th- I definitely agree with you. And I think it's really funny that the Pelicans and I would say um, – so there's a couple of teams that are getting a lot of love at the moment.
1: Hmm. Uh,
0: and I think they fall in a pretty interesting basket. Because it's funny
1: to me that on one hand, is it a logically logically fraught well, basket? Well, a little bit because because on one- I've seen some logistical gymnastics being performed well, to justify lo- to huge. justify why certain teams are, are going to be a problem well, this year.
0: Well, this is that's my whole point, right? Because I'll whole, stop cutting you off. Man. A whole bunch of teams. <laughs> there's a whole bunch of teams that are um, basically kind of getting pushed down the ladder on the basis of oh, well, you know, so many things have to go right for this to work. Yeah. Like the Lakers, they're a big one. Oh, well, AD needs to be healthy. You know, Russell Westbrook needs to have better, you know, decision-making, yeah, better yeah. shot selection, blah, 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 blah. You know, they need this, they need that, they need to hit shots, they need to play games. All these cr- variables and then the Lakers on, the, on that basis are like, oh, they're the 16th, 17th best team in the league, blah, blah, blah. You know, We apply this one rule for teams like the Lakers and a variety of others, but then teams that have seemed to be in everyone's top six, Pelicans, who have just emerged as a top four contender for a bunch of people, Denver. Yeah. I mean, uh, Denver and, and, and Pelicans are two really interesting cases for me because it's like we need tons and tons of variables to sort of and just you know the stars need to align for all these other teams to, in order to do well, but the Pelicans and Denver get a pass. What they're just projected to do well on the basis. Oh well, if Michael Porter Jr. stays healthy. Oh, if Zion. Stay, in what world, uh, Michael Porter Jr. has been <laughs> injured every single year he's ever played. So that, and, yeah, and and before that, same but, with Zion. We I'm I'm supposed to just say oh great. Jamal Murray is. I know what it's like to come. Off, every professional athlete. I'm not. I'm not a professional athlete. That sounded like I was saying I was a professional athlete, but I know what it's like to have an ACL injury and then yeah. mentally what it's like to play. I can only imagine how much harder it is for a pro athlete. And we see the results on the on the court. You know, well, I'm ex, I'm supposed to believe that Jamal Murray is going to come back. He is going to be fresh off ACL surgery and, and rehab and all the rest. And, and he's just going to get straight back into it. He's
1: going to be the same player again. I have to believe that. that's, yeah, that's It's that's- crazy to say Jamal's back. And you just, what, you just think you're getting 50 points in a game bubble, Jamal Murray? No. That is completely underselling uh, the mental element. I think most people can relate even if they haven't had an ACL, but you've had some sort of lingering injury and you finally get back on the court, it's in the back of your mind. Of course. You're not going hard at the hoop because you're terrified. You've been mentally scarred by Absolutely. by those injuries. He, he, he cannot... If he's um, Jamal Jamal, that will be almost unprecedented, which tells be. you it's probably not going to happen. And that's my whole point. So yeah. You've got Jamal who's going to come back and he's, he's not going
0: to be probably exactly the same player. I've got Michael Porter Jr. who's going to come back and, and I saw ESPN... Oh no! They they've put him at like oh he's going to be averaging like you know twenty points a game like seven rebounds five. What the what
1: the hell are you talking about? (laughs) This one will really grind your gears. So in that man's playing fifteen games. Okay, maybe you'll hate this. Oh no! Or you might have seen it already. But Zach Lowe, who oh okay Zach Lowe's tremendous. He is. I love Zach Lowe. Excellent. I think he's forgotten more about basketball than most people will ever know. But he has he, Zach has Denver, um, in his top tier, along with just the elite teams, and at the end of all of his stuff, he goes, it, it finishes that section oh, no. saying that it's all contingent on Michael Porter Jr. being healthy, who we know medically. Zach, what are you doing? This is not the greatness I <laughs> if know Zach's that watching, man for. He's definitely not. He's definitely not. He he would. Zach, never, he Zach, would never Zach listen. Zach is goaded, but I don't know why he then finished it saying. He essentially finished it by saying, "As long as the sun doesn't rise in the east tomorrow and set in the west, uh everything will be fine. Well, what do you mean, Michael Porter Jr. We know that he's he's got one of the most uh sketchy concerning medical histories out in the league in the in, in the, the league. league, maybe even in league history. It's like we just know <laughs> that uh think uh, his his problems are going to reoccur. so if it's all contingent on that, let's just say now, call us state to space and say now. It's not happening if it's contingent on that. Yeah. I, oh, if if the really treacherous house of cards doesn't fall over, it will. That feels. There'll like, be a slight breeze and it'll fall over. I, I think
0: it's really I, I like think that's madness. I think, I think that's lazy. It's that's just lazy riding at this point because it's like me sitting here and saying, you know, if the Golden State Warriors score more points every game and every team they play
1: this year, yeah, if everything goes going perfectly. yeah. What good does that analysis if do for Steph, anyone? If Steph nails every single shot, if Draymond doesn't punch anyone, if Jordan Poole isn't distracted by a courtside baddies, like, no. yeah, but, sure.
0: It, do, it doesn't work. And I think at the end of the day, like some teams just get that benefit of the doubt. They get that extra love. And some teams... I don't know why. I don't even know how I, people choose that, just the
1: teams that they like. Like Denver are likable. Maybe it's, it's that. It's an
0: underdog mentality. I think mm. there's like a correlation between teams that are... Like, like the Lakers and the Nets were favourites to win titles. Yeah. And they went from being favourites to basically have more or less like similar rosters or at least similar cores. And they're now, you know, will they make the playoffs type teams? Yeah. And then, you know, their ceiling is what? Oh, will these things have to go right. So I think it's kind of like because they've underachieved um, and – and, and on top of that, they were favorites and then they failed. Yeah. They don't get that benefit of the doubt, whereas underdogs, everyone wants to see them succeed. So they're happy to dish out the benefit <laughs> of the, the doubt yeah. like left, right, and center to make yeah. sure that they can fit them in their top five. Like, de- like Nicola is one of the most incredible players to literally ever put a pair of basketball shoes on, but – that man cannot carry that team on his own, and I don't even think Jamal Murray at seventy five. It's such a
1: huge effort carry to carry that, that team. team by himself. Yeah, it's like how that horse feels that carries Jokic around but, Serbia in the little cart. It's too much to carry for for that team
0: to win an yeah. NBA uh, win, win an NBA Finals. Hmm. They need Nikola playing as well as he did last season which was one of the greatest seasons mm. of all time you need Jamal Murray to be bubble Jamal Murray and you need Michael Porter Jr to be averaging 25 9 and 6 for, a med, and to,
1: for it to be an a med, medical miracle yes um, they all need to pay 70 games I this think. is where this is where I, why why I, where i struggle and why i think it's madness okay maybe it is maybe there is some medical miracles uh, for for Jamal and Porter Jr mm. and we look silly but I just don't see it happening for Denver because what I want to know is where's the improvement coming from? Mm. It's not coming from Jamal. He'll be, I think it's actually a great outcome if he's 80% Jamal, Mm. right? So he's taking a 20% step back at best case. Mm. Michael Porter Jr., um, it would be shocking to every doctor and medical expert in the world. Mm. You know those spam ads where they're like, doctors are baffled by this, Yeah, that clickbait bullshit? yeah, yeah. Porter Jr. would be a real life one of those. Yeah, no, he um, would be. So where's improvement coming from? Are you telling me that okay, one of their role they've got a lot of like underrated role players, and if they take a step, um, great, but not in, not in any needle moving way. Mm. And speaking of the underrated role players that they have, I think another thing with Denver is it's a little bit of a sexy uh, pick, like a a bit of a hipster pick, because I think people the Pelicans like, are that, pe- but people Denver. Oh, sure, sure. We'll get back onto the Pelicans in a minute. We jumped over to Denver before we finished with the Pelicans, but I think there's guys, you know, the, the hipster pick where they're like, you don't realize how good Bones Highland is. You know, the average fan, so it's a bit of an edgelord pick to me, but it's yeah. like, where's the needle moving improvement coming from? If we go back to the Pelicans for a second, I can at least, um, you know, see Zion... Again, the problem is, will he stay healthy? Mm. But you can see Zion, he's, it's only the start of his career. Of course. There's natural improvement potential there. Of course. Um, you can see, I think we agree that Ingram is probably Ingram. Mm. He's, he's good, but he's probably not going too much further. Mm. Uh, Herb Jones who at the start of the season, it was like, Herb, who? Who is that? What? And then by the end of the season, it was, this guy's a beast. Yeah. One of the best defensive players. He's going to improve. Yeah. Um, I have a bunch of really good defenses. So I can at least see where some, unlike Denver, where some real needle-moving improvement is coming from. I just have the health question mark, but at least there's that potential for young guys getting better. That's fine. I agree. Yeah. So are you saying you you like the Pelicans? You just don't, you're not as rock hard over them as everyone I, else is
0: well i just think there's so many unknowns this season in general like i i just i can't i i think <laughs> if we're extending them the benefit of the doubt yeah we should be extending half the fucking league the benefit of the <laughs> doubt which means you know everyone's got there are
1: 17 teams making the top six yeah you know what, it's you know because I mean? people want Based an, on potential people want an edgy pick yeah they're like it's it's headline grabbing and fun to say Pell's top four. But I can play like, that. Do you game. really think that? Like if you looked at the West, but what are your other Pelicans' concerns, by the way? Um no, it was it was it was around,
0: you know, Zion's health is, is a big one. I think, you know, CJ is really in the like we're not gonna see a better version of C J
1: No outside of what we've seen. He's good, if but he's he's season, on the wrong side of 30 of and course. and somewhat injury prone. So that's another injury question mark. Exactly. Every right. season beyond last
0: mm. is we're going to see a a a more mediocre version of CJ until he's retired. Basically, that's the mediocre is tr- a that's trajectory loaded uh, no, well. I'm it. saying
1: more like it'll it'll He's just going to slightly regress. It's going to regress because every of age. Year. Yes. He's exactly. only 31, but you're not getting better after the age of 30. He's an old thirty-one to me, which means I'm not getting better soon either. By the (laughs) way, yeah, yeah, exactly.
0: (laughs) But I think that you know, you know, there's that CJ, you know, question mark. I think Brandon Ingram, you know, how many dimensions to his game are there? Is he that
1: alpha? I just don't see him as that alpha. I see, you know, that man's half asleep. It's hard to just the aesthetic of that man. I love him because I'm like, he looks like he's dropping thirty, completely stoned. Yeah, I mean... So he's great. It's almost like he's too stoned. Well, he's not actually stoned, but it's almost like he's too relaxed to get stressed, but he's also too relaxed to be... Straight up black mamba vibes. I don't just see. I just don't see that
0: dog in him. Like the same no. way I see it in like Anthony Edwards or guys that. I mean, that's why Minnesota. I mean, talking about another team. That's another team that's supposed to be going top five as well. I've, I'm losing track of how many teams are top five this year, but that's, that's <laughs> at least seven or eight in the top exa- five. Yeah, exactly. There's, there's at least solid at solid ten teams that are in the top five. Yeah, that's a
1: record number of teams exactly. that are snuck in. Yeah, but yeah, but
0: that's another one. Like I don't know where Brandon Ingram falls on that scale. You know we saw what they were capable of against the Phoenix Suns in the playoffs, but then, when I saw what the Mavs did to them, I wonder if well, could the entire league have done that to the Phoenix Suns during right. that stretch like i it it makes me start to question you know the strength of 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 the Pelicans in that moment and and how much is that informing how I think about them now. I have all these open questions. It just all comes back to Zion. I need to see something. Really? Yeah, it does. And I need to see something. I I almost don't want to make a judgment call until we've gotten through the first six weeks. So this is the
1: thing. If Zion stays healthy through the majority of next season, then then you've got something to point to, some hard evidence, where you can be really excited about the Pelicans the following year. But we have seen absolutely nothing Mm. to suggest that we should feel good about... Like, why do we feel good about the Pelicans? Mm. Like, why do we... It, it indicates you feel good about Zion and why. Yeah. What have we seen to inform that? that? It's just an uninformed, you're not grasping onto anything tangible oh, there. Even- it's really just hoping. I th- do people think the Pelicans will be top four or do they just hope? I certainly hope. But when I look, at, try and look at it um, objectively, I'm like, there's nothing that actually suggests mm. that he can do it. It's really very simple. I want to for be me, wrong so badly, it, it, but
0: I'm trying to be logical. For me, I never liked the Utah Jazz. I've never liked them. I've been very vocal about The that. Donovan Rudy I always, Jazz. U- I yeah, hated that team. How much and money did you make, by the way? Too much money.
1: <laughs> too much. Too much
0: money. I won on... Up on so many on well not so many when Utah get up three one that's that, when I Utah knew you were, you were throwing
1: a dangerous amount of money on yeah I did I like, would take them and it was paying thirty one to one odds they were the expert chokers they thirty five really to one yeah. like these
0: were they were expert chokers and I I was here for every minute of it I was, I was, I was, <laughs> Wait, I was actually paying off hold on, so how my does this tie in with this well what I'm saying is I, I so I take Rudy Ga- uh, sorry Rudy Gobert out of that situation I put him into Minnesota oh we're getting to some Minnesota slander, yeah. No, yet. it's not Minnesota slander. All I'm saying is, coming back to your original Just point. Just inconvenient facts. I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, you know, where these teams end up. And I, right. I I can't sit here and say with in good conscience that, you know, I have an expectation that they're going to, you know, be X, Y, Z, you know, fourth, third, fifth, whatever well, we've in seen- that vicinity on the basis of, the evidence in front of me. I don't have any evidence to, to suggest that Denver are going to go are going to over-index on what they're doing based on the tools available to them. I don't have any evidence to suggest. Same team as last year, except more injured, and yeah. yet we think Denver will improve. Got it? Yeah. I, I don't have you know adding. I have no idea what Cat and Gobert are going
1: to do together on on the floor at the and same time. You know time. what? Not only that, but we've seen Cat repeatedly. Fall short. And we've seen Gobert repeatedly fall short. Exactly. Maybe there's a world where it's that perfect blend of one's amazing on offense, one's amazing on defense. But each of those guys individually, we've just seen them repeatedly Mm. not only fall short, but like get straight up exposed. Gobert on offense. Cat on defense. We put them together, and now we're all so high on them. Mm. I mean, Anthony Edwards is really exciting, really exciting, and that's what's what's Delo done. That's the X factor. But Delo's not hasn't been moving the needle anyway. So you've got three guys who've been consistently disappointing, but together, yeah, they're somehow. It could happen. It could, but. If we're being logical and taking a sort of evidence-based approach, a scientific and a scientific approach, not just a oh please this would be nice to see. I'm doing it based on probabilities. What is the
0: probability that I'm going to see, you know, something more than what I've seen before or less? Like what's the probability yeah. and what needs to fall into place for that to happen? And I think Probably, like you know, the law of probabilities is not on those three teams' side for a myriad of different reasons, Mm. and for that, for because of that, I just don't have confidence putting them as a top like any of those as top four teams. So, are we smashing the unders on all three of these? Uh, I haven't seen the markets for them, but they have huge unders potential, yeah,
1: huge. Let's look into those numbers. Mm, We should actually, I might. I wouldn't mind having a little sneaky the, sports bet look. <laughs> he's pulling it up now. There will be transparency as well. It is transparency. If you we'll, pay off your mortgage with this, it'll be on the podcast. Yeah, if you're it, homeless because of it is, this, is on the it'll record. be on the podcast. This is on the record. It is. What do you think about the Warriors? Because I feel like there's a bit of chat out there that you know, this Draymond thing's really gonna hurt them, and I think that's mm. a that's a fair take. I yeah. still think I actually think they're going to be better than last year, which better is a, than last a big year. problem wow. for, the, for the rest of the league. Everyone's got them underperforming this year, basically, even before the Draymond stuff. Right. Maybe in the regular season, I think it, there's definitely potential for it to be a, okay, so firstly a team, they're bored in the regular season because they're all about the playoffs. Yeah. I can see it getting off to a slow start there. Oh, but I think, can can yeah, I make yeah.
0: one point with you, that? Yeah.
1: The whole bored with the regular season stuff, mm. I am so
0: sick to death of hearing that. You're bored like, of people being bored. You're bored with that. Oh That my people gosh. are bored with but the you, regular and, season. And I know we're about to talk about Draymond Green, and you know this mm. kind of like for me, this <laughs> it's so ironic that that we're discussing this and that all of this stuff's happened because you know first of all just the pure arrogance of I'm bored with the regular season. Like I don't know if you watched Undisputed with uh, there was like the the shop. I watched the one
1: where you were on it. Oh,
0: no. <laughs> well, they just showed the little clip of you with Curios. Yeah, I got about six seconds of airtime there.
1: That's the only one I've watched recently. No, no, no. So, it, so on on the shop,
0: like it was like wait, Undisputed or the shop? No, no, no. Sorry, um, uh, the shop. Oh, the shop. Got, yeah, okay. Um, my bad. I saw it on the Undisputed. Uh, I saw, oh, uninterrupted. Oh, no, no. My bad. Uninterrupted. Oh yeah, my, now I see. I got my yeah. uh, my <laughs> my programs confused. Uh, it was crazy. With like Draymond saying, I don't know if you caught it. He was like, oh, I, um, I'm so done with these sorry teams. Like, oh, playing like, these bum-ass play, teams. Can't yeah. play these sorry teams. If we have a clip, we should run it, run the little audio excerpt now. Yeah. But uh, that was just so trash to hear. Yeah. And he's just like, you know, and then he starts listing teams. And I'm looking at LeBron. LeBron is sitting there cackling. LeBron. Currently on a trash team, by the way. I was losing because then he's saying, "Oh, Sacramento Kings, OKC, you know, you know, OKC," and he's like harping on. I'm like, OKC, ho- hold the phone, LeBron, and LeBron's just knee slapping, yeah, having a you know the biggest laugh under the sun. Those guys love each other that now, dude, hey? Yeah, that dude lost the Lakers lost to OKC on on, on a ten to one odds. And then they lost to OKC two weeks later.
1: Yeah. Again. yeah. And Giddy, and, 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 Giddy went – our mate Giddy went ham on them yeah, and, in and, one of those games. And Sacramento
0: Kings? All right. Well, the Lakers lost twice to the Sacramento Kings last season and then twice to OKC last season.
1: Yeah, yeah. Like, the you, other thing is – You're the, the last man that should be laughing. This could age really badly for Draymond when they pay – so we, we uh, posted a little while ago saying – um, look, if they really try and pay everyone, if they try and pay Paul and Draymond, they're probably looking at half a billion dollars in tax alone. So there's a real world where they pay Paul because he's younger. Mm. Uh, Draymond is on one of these trash teams that he's tr- currently trashing. He could be yeah. on the Pistons or the Kings or the... Yeah. You know? And That's then so funny. We'll be the first ones to roll that tape back. Oh no doubt. my gosh. Run um, it. Run it. Yeah. I, th- I think that there's
0: also... Um, it's really funny to me or like well actually to, to be honest with you i don't think i i don't know about what you think on that whole luxury tax situation that half a bill um mm. but i would just let them both test free agency just let nature take its course cuz like what's the worst thing that could happen right mm. like draymond's going to go out there he is not as valuable to any other team as valuable as he is to, it's so true into, to the
1: Warriors right Draymond on some random team doesn't have to, yeah without surrounded no by that same personnel he's in the perfect situation he's not getting that payday on any other team so he'll test the market
0: yeah he'll come back he'll have zero leverage and he'll have to settle and I mean it doesn't really matter what any team offers Jordan Poole yeah. because he's restricted right so if all the Warriors have to do is match it yeah so I don't really understand like just let
1: them go let them do their thing the, other the market thing is, will dictate their value. The other thing is Draymond doesn't, you can't tell me he wants to live in the middle, some random part of America no instead of San way. Francisco. And he's you got can't, his life there. And you can't tell me he doesn't, that he would prefer to play on some team where it's just constant losses. Well, he, he says himself, he cannot stand shit teams. Yeah. So he's going to go to a shit team where he has no value and just have a really crappy ending to the, his career. Yeah. But he needs the Warriors. The Warriors, well, they, they, he's, they have needed They him. need each other. They need each other. Yeah. But also, the, but, but the Warriors breaking one... the Warriors breaking the bank, like, paying insane money for no Draymond way. when he's no getting- way. To, No, like, at this age as well, that's what I mean. Like, mm. earlier on- Maybe earlier on, but yeah.
0: we're at a point now where- Because he has been crucial, but he's also getting older. Let him go and test the market and get the absolute biggest humble pie slap in the face yeah. with the offers that he'll get. And then, you know- he needs to I, – I think he needs to fall back into line a bit. Yeah. Like this whole punching thing, his ego just got out of control. Yeah. L- less That's podcasting, more pulling your fucking
1: head in. <laughs> well, what you just said about, well, he's not as valuable elsewhere. He has no. He already had less leverage than he thought before he mm. punched Jordan Poole. Yeah. Now, he's really screwed himself. Yeah. That it, was a major cock-up financially as well as just PR and image-wise. Yeah. 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 So I
0: don't even think we need to get into these conversations of half a billion dollars of luxury. Ta- just
1: don't. Just let them test the market, and mm. everything will correct itself. Because Jordan Paul's a promising young player, but he's not exactly making or breaking oh, a team as talented as the Warriors. Know. I don't know about that. I,
0: I really think Jordan
1: Paul's a difference maker.
0: I think he's a huge mm. X factor, and I think he's got a high ceiling. And you know, the the Warriors love him. And Steph said things like, you know, he's he could be more talented than me, blah blah blah. Uh,
1: that's that's high praise from. That's what, true. That's true. You know, I might be underselling him a bit there, especially factoring in future improvement. And I, what I'm saying in the preseason, yeah. he's, looked, he's looked great. Yeah, he does look dangerous. Mm. And you're giving that money to him over over Draymond when you. When you well, when you consider, I mean, you don't want to underwrite. Draymond was amazing in the finals. He was kind of the Draymond of old. Well, in, in two of the games. Yeah, but they're so pivotal. Of course. I'm not trying yeah. to undersell
0: Draymond either. Yeah. But I just think at this point in his career and at this stage of, I mean, Warriors need to start also looking to the future
1: a bit. Well, that's what I mean. That, that's why the age is so crucial. Mm. What I was getting at with the pool thing was that the Warriors already have so much talent. So losing, say you're Charlotte and you have Jordan Poole, then you're like, we've got to keep this guy. Yeah, With course. Golden State, it really hurts to lose him, but I just mean it wouldn't. Uh, you send him into an absolute spiral. You're right, You're but it, right. it's it would hurt to to it Jordan Paul's credit. Mm. But so the Warriors, mm. the Warriors. I think they will potentially start slow, yeah, but be better than they were last year. By the time we get around to the playoffs, mm. if any team can handle the fallout and all the carnage of the the punch, it's this team full of vets. Yeah, Steve Kerr. Steve Kerr's seen worse. There's a lot. It's, it's an elite organization. Of course. If anyone can handle it, they can. But in terms of like how they actually get better, so they add they lose some guys who are valuable, like, you know, um Gary Payton. Hugely Otto, valuable. Otto Porter. Those guys. Otto was amazing too. Those guys did mean a lot. But mm. so they add DiVincenzo. They get Wiseman back. Yeah. It was a number two pick by the way. Yeah. Even if he's half of what a number two pick should be. That's yeah. a handy addition. Of course. Then they get more improvement from Kaminga and improvement from Jordan Poole. It's yeah. wild to have a team that's been so good for so long, and yet they somehow sort of retooled on the fly in that you know mm. year or two where they weren't so good, or with so much just internal organic improvement from young talent. Yeah, on was top it, of yeah, and DiVincenzo was a really good well, addition as well. So I just th- oh, and by the way, I might have actually buried the lead here and forgotten the most important point. Oh no, which was Clay. A whole, you know, yeah. Clay shot 35% from the field in the finals yeah. and, they, and they won the finals, Yeah, as you may recall. Yeah, So Clay wasn't even Clay. Clay wasn't even really close to Clay. Mm. He was like, I don't know what percentage you want to put on it, but I think he'll- I feel he, like he was like, that was half of- prime, Clay, what we saw. And so even if we go from half to three quarters, that's a big improvement. Yeah. So I think there's like five or six different really legit signs of improvement you can look to. Mm. The only uh, potential fly in the ointment is the Draymond stuff. Yeah. But I just think they'll handle it. You know, when Draymond and KD had the, the huge thing, it probably did contribute to KD leaving in the end. Yeah. But they still made it to the finals and would have won it most likely, yeah. if they stayed healthy. So I just think they've proven before that they can handle some Draymond chaos and still make it to the finals. And once they're in the finals, as we've seen, they can win it. Anything can happen. and any, Yeah, that's yeah, right. If yeah. There's any, If there's a team in the league
0: today or a set of players that are capable of winning a final once they're there, no matter who the opponent is,
1: yes, Warriors. And the experience factor as well, right? Like I was willing to die on the Warriors' hill when it came to finals time last year, say they're beating Boston, so, because a so finals game, Yeah, Steph's out there. It's another day ending in Y for me. Yeah. I've been here before. Whereas it's much more of a, you know, it's a young team in Boston. None of them had been there before. Mm. It's a bit more deer in the headlights. Mm. It, that that counts for so much. But yeah. the analytics don't take that into account. And they, it sort of says, I mean, I'm pro-analytics, by the way. I don't want to be Charles, I'm, Bar- I'm Charles pro- Barkley. Like, analytics is a load of shit. I'm pro-Vegas. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Well, Vegas was saying Warriors and I... Oh, right. I see what you mean. Yeah. I thought you just meant pro-Vegas in general. Well, no, I, I just I have feel seen like, you at the roulette table and yeah. I would say, yeah, you are pro-Vegas. No. Yeah, you well, seem to be well and truly in favor. I, I, I think that, um, <clears throat> you know, the Warriors were, were Vegas favorites. Right. Um, but how about the... But all the, the data and analytics... The 538 saying Warriors exactly. are like an 80, 85% chance and it's... Oh, no, sorry, Boston. Celtics. Celtics yeah. were. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I'm like, there is no way. Yeah. You, you felt the experience same way. matters so much. And that's I've another the thing, thing the Warriors have got. Everyone they're going up against, okay, Milwaukee's been there before. Um, but so many of the other teams haven't. Yeah. And Boston's one of them. Boston, at least on the odds that uh, we look at, I'm mm. not sure if they differ to some of the American sports books. Um, but Boston are at the top, shortest odds. Yeah. Why am I feeling better about They've had their own fallout. Yeah. They've had their own. I don't know why anyone's- coach has been running around clapping cheeks. Oh. <laughs> left, right, and center. Oh, that's, yeah, that's so, that's so, that's so. Hey, I learned that phrase from you, so you can't be too mad. I am just trying not to laugh at so Jordan So is Jordan <laughs> over there. Yeah, he can't keep a straight face and it's just throwing me. You're um, the one, like, when we're having meetings at work and you're recreating the stop,
0: next door. <laughs> down. Chill out.
1: I don't know if we have to edit that bit out. Don't put that on camera. Yeah. Uh, no, I just think that you're right.
0: Uh, uh, Boston have had their own fallout. I have no idea. Yeah, this is it's just another unknown. I have no idea. I, I can only imagine that that's a huge distraction.
1: So right, I, I I'm not sure. So why are we putting? Is. If your logic, if even part of your logic of feeling better about Boston than the Warriors was, oh, the Warriors have had, you know, behind the scenes carnage. Yeah, Golden State, and I think. Go, uh, Sorry, Boston and Golden State have both had their issues. I think Boston's will linger for longer because the coach will be absent all season. Mm. Draymond's not missing any time; mm. he's getting a fine and he's back. Yeah, and I just think they—it's in all of their best interest to bury, bury it, address yeah. it, and move on. Yeah. Whereas Boston, oh, Eme's not here. Yeah. All the way through the year. Um, fair enough if you like Milwaukee. They've won oh, it. I love Milwaukee. They've won it before. We know that. Um, that core works but i'm just saying the golden state are eventually throughout the year just going to become even better there is so many parts that can improve i just think they're so dangerous it's hard to argue i'm not going to uh i'm i'm really
0: uh, i've just decided i'm just not speculating i it's such an interesting season
1: i mean the the boss of basketball forever is not speculating it doesn't sound like (laughs) that
0: well very likely (laughs) well well i've got like you know Are we in the I, speculation business? We are. And I've made sort of points in the past about, like as in recently, um, about, you know, why I think that. But I mean, I had Warriors at, in my top four
1: still. Yeah, it's by no means a hot take to say the Warriors will be good. I'm just saying they'll be better than people I just think, think and they'll I, be better than they were last I year. I think Clippers could surprise a lot of people this year. Mm. which so, so they're ones that I'm, I'm really looking to. Clippers is an interesting one because I think Another, they've got all of the pieces that they need now. It's just how much time do those pieces spend together because that's something that really makes good teams great. I feel they've, they've played together forever, you know, like classic Spurs. Oh, the, the, the top three guys spent so much time together and mm-hmm. the Warriors have that on their side too. They've had three guys been together since, what, 2013, 2014? Um, and the Clippers have the pieces, but then how many games do PG and Kawhi play together and it's not just those guys playing with each other but it's all the teammates yeah playing with both of those guys instead of oh tonight pg's in Kawhi's out the next night the other way around yeah so that's my only thing with them i love the roster on paper but how much time do they get to spend together when they intentionally um sit one or the other out all the time i get you want to be healthy but you also want some continuity yeah uh you know
0: continuity is a big one and 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 I do say this really cautiously because I've backed the Clippers many times and they love to they have let me down yeah. every time I've backed them. Yeah. So uh I'm I'm kind of just you know for the sake of my own selection continuity at this point stick, <laughs> sticking with the Clippers as uh, as a contender now that everything's kind of hopefully fallen into place. But uh you know, like I said before, this is a season that is really difficult, I think, for a lot of people to figure out, and I'm. It's really difficult to make a true judgment call. I think I'll feel like I have a better sense, sort of, six weeks into the season.
1: So, how do you feel about Boston? <laughs> because I know that you have. I feel like there's some non-basketball related things that are uh, Boston bother, just a, bothering you with Boston. No, I just, I just think that they're like on and off the court. They're just a shambles organization at this point, and like the, the way that, that. But do we know that they're top to bottom shambles organization, or do they just have one guy going absolutely rogue? Oh, they obviously have their one guy going absolutely rogue. But I
0: think there's just like little things that bother me about Boston in general.
1: <laughs> like I just look <laughs> at them and basketball just,
0: related. Yeah, it's basketball, non-basketball. I mean, even the fact that oh. You know, I was cringing so hard at the media day. Like, w- w- Blake Griffin, he's, he's got his new jersey. Yeah. He's obviously with the team now. Number 91. 91? He said what? in honor of Dennis Rodman. Oh, my God. I've never Bro, heard you mention Dennis Rodman before. Why are you lying? Dennis Rodman. You are not a Dennis Rodman Has he ever mentioned Rodman before? You don't play like Dennis Rodman? You don't embody any Dennis Rodman-like qualities? Dennis Rodman's not associated with Boston? Like... Like this is this is all just random. When when you were getting your two and a half rebounds a game for Brooklyn, you were thinking about Dennis Rodman. That's what was on the mind. That's who you wanted to pay homage to when you went to as soon as you could. Maybe he loves let's, let's a, just, a sneaky. Let's just not lie anymore. Uh, does he
1: just love a sneaky forty-eight-hour bender in Vegas? No. Let's just cut the lies. When you <laughs> when, when hard you, no. When you sign with <laughs> yeah. Boston, yeah. It's so because,
0: why is he wearing number ninety-one? Because. Boston just decided that it would be a good idea to retire fucking 0 to 35.
1: Every every <laughs> everyone gets every it.
0: jersey's retired there. So then you've got everyone looking like, you know, you know, where do they find these players from 2K like n- random numbers?
1: That's why Dennis Schroeder's, I mean, the, why do they, the where did they find the space in the the uh, rafters cuz they've already got 16 17 banners up there.
0: Yeah, z- 1 so, through and, 35 and 30- is basically retired and every every basketball player in the in the world yeah. knows that any number above 35 is ours. No one wants a 35
1: plus number on their back.
0: Oh, like, I wore 44. Oh, well, maybe that's why you're not
1: pro, okay? <laughs> oh, yeah, that's where I went wrong. <laughs> yeah, it has nothing to do with being 6'3 and I can still barely touch the net. Yeah, that was also. It's it's a combination of the two. A bit of an issue, but you know, Um, right? But um, I think we can safely say, like, when you get into uh, fifties, definitely six. When you're like seventy-nine, it's like, who's this bum?
0: Yeah, seventies, eighties. Yeah. 60s, the Evan Fournier's of the world, the Dennis Schroders of the world, and now the Blake Griffins in his twilight years, 91. Oh, well, you know, you know, pay respect to Dennis Rodman. Pay respect. What the? What are you talking about? <laughs> you guys, you, you're when playing you, four
1: minutes a game. When you're wearing, like, if you just pull up wearing number, like, 89, that's when you know you're washed, retire. Yeah. Right? Assu- assu- if you don't Has there have. been a great player? Is it. Okay, we should go through the NBA like top 75 of all time. Surely there's no one on there who wears like 77, 91. No, like some shit like that. That's there. Uh,
0: at, there's at some point you just have to accept that <laughs> if you've got one of those high,
1: just disgusting numbers on your back, yeah, you're just a you're, you're a shit player. You like, might as well be wearing those like bibs when you're playing you know, just wreck and you shop wearing the same jersey as the other team. So it's like, wear these little fluoro pink bib. You know, like, great. I just
0: I just love someone to come in and not lie to me anymore at media day. Don't come in and say, oh, well, you know, because everyone's- He cool, actually like, woke up that day and it suddenly idolized Dennis Rodman. Yeah, it's like, you know, everyone comes in and they've got their new number and it's just, you know, all right, fine, you know, or, you know six and whatever. And you know, there's all these reasons and childhood and- but. He arrived at Boston. They said, what number do you want? He probably made seven selections that got like pushed back. eventually just like, oh, fuck it, 91. (laughs) This is the funniest, most random thing to be mad about. Because I was like, can we not pretend it's Dennis Rodman? Yeah. Just let's not pretend. You just had no numbers to pick because there's none left in Boston. Well,
1: look, mate, I was going to summarise everything we've talked about, but it's been a bit of a rollercoaster that a even over the shop. I'm a little shaken from it myself. So <laughs> <laughs> basically just let us know what you thought. We'd yeah. love to uh, hear your comments, even if they're not so... Positive. DM
0: us, tweet us, roast us—just everything that you already do to make us feel horrible
1: every day. <laughs> oh, sometimes there's some. No, no, I'm joking. There's sometimes some I'm, nice ones. I'm joking. Yeah, yeah, of course. Even if you read a hundred like really nasty ones, there'll be one that one nice like, one, and it feels so. I good. love
0: this page. I'm oh like, and you're like, so who are, you? are <laughs> you?
1: Oh, you're a pawn bot, great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, but anyway, let us know what you think. Um, catch up with us again on the podcast next week. Uh, and chat to us on the socials in the meantime. I'm Nick Young for this is Alex Sumsky. See you soon.